It feels good. It feels good to be back. I'm here in either Sydney. Or I'm in Wollongong. You'll never know. No, I just said I'm in Sydney. Oh. The listeners trust me more than you. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> we are back in person, which means the soundboard is back. For this one episode, yeah. <laughs> um, we will completely forget about its existence, yep. but it is technically still here. It is here, and that means intro time. Oh. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Feels good to hear it. Yeah. It's been a while since I've actually just yeah. heard it and been able to talk over the top of it. Actually, I retract my previous statements. <laughs> I need to work on that. <laughs> we do need to fix the things, but yeah. I'm pretty lazy. So. Making a podcast. So, welcome back to the implications of Phineas and Ferb, where this episode, I think we're actually discussing Phineas and Ferb yeah, for once. I, I think this episode, we might actually do what we're here for and start off with an episode like yeah we have got season two episode 29 holy moly yeah we are, we are really getting, getting into through the it. 30s holy moly mm-hmm. we are um we are doing the lizard whisperer yep and Ro- robot radio rodeo robot, robot <laughs> rodeo i don't know why i struggled with that robot you, tried. Do- Adam, 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 you tried and that's what matters i guess um so what else is there to do than jump right in yeah, yeah, like, I've got nothing else to tell you. I've yeah. already caught up. I'm yeah. already here. Instead yeah. of doing, you know, you know what? I found a secret. Yeah. I've got a secret. Mm. It's a bit of a life hack, actually. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't take it as advice, though, because mm. it's definitely not advice. Mm-hmm. But university mm. is a lot easier if you don't attend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're stressing about getting to a lecture, it's all right. Don't Just go. don't go to it. Yeah, and then you won't be stressing about it for sure. That's awful advice. It is, because then I'm going to get to a test, which I have today. Mm-hmm. Um, today? What yes. time? Uh, well, I can take it from now mm. till six. So as long as I'm at home before six, I should be okay. Cool. Um, it is my least good subject, because I just don't... I, anyway. Fair enough. P's get degrees. degrees. That's Amen. actual advice. <laughs> oh, and we can stay stuff in sync now. Because we're, we're, here. we're in the same there room. There isn't a delay on Discord or anything. It's bloody it's beautiful. It's almost like seeing me in person is so much better. Yeah, seeing you in person is a gift and I treasure it. So you Phineas too. and Ferb. Except for that hair. <laughs> no, it's I, actually not that bad. I dyed my hair red for the listeners. Um, I would post it on Instagram, but I'm pretty lazy. So yeah. You have posted on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I post on my Instagram. That's in the description. Oh, Go follow we, my personal. Yeah, because somehow yeah. Xander, one of our... Listeners that we talk Shout to. Shout out to Xander. Thank you, Xander, for listening to us. Mm-hmm. They're actually pretty cool sometimes. Yeah. Didn't know you were a musician yeah. to a certain degree. He's like, what, you've released music? And we're like, yeah, we promote it all the time. On the podcast. We assume so. Mm. Um, so, Elysian. Yeah. I, I dyed my hair red. I think it actually works because the red and the black, I think, I don't mind. Red and black is a nice aesthetic. Yep. I finally have completed my lifelong mission of matching my laptop. Because you're a gamer. <laughs> I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. So Emphasis now, on gay. <laughs> <laughs> so now my headphones, my laptop, my hair and my shoes and my clothes all red and black. Yeah, but red and black is nice. Most people yeah, don't color combo. give it to their hair. Yeah. But I do like the idea. But yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't mind of dyeing it just dark. Um, But I thought the blonde was just, I was getting sick of it. So. Yeah, no, you weren't the only one. 
<laughs> okay, actually, episode of Phineas and Ferb. I, I can't believe we promised that we were going to talk no, about Phineas and didn't. Ferb on the podcast. That you, was some bullshit, that right? Was, there. That was some bullshit. All right, tell me about a chameleon. So, yeah, so in the Lizard Whisperer, it starts off with they made a frozen yogurt machine. Yep. They, they declare it one of their best inventions yet. Can't help but agree. Yeah. They're like you, unlimited frozen yogurt. I'm like, fuck yeah. Done. Sometimes you don't need to end the world, you don't need to do things extremely. You just need to do it. To the maximum. Do you know how many people need. who have won capitalism because of frozen yogurt? A lot. I assume at least one because yeah. there is a lot of frozen yogurt places. Mm, exactly. So, and also, like, what more do you need than unlimited frozen yogurt for yourself? Food. Yeah. That's water. That's it. Yeah. Survival. Mm. Um, but so, as they're doing that, they see a lizard. Yeah, they a see a lizard, lizard boy. and turns out it's a chameleon. Um, also, turns out that Ferb speaks chameleon. Which is very cool. Kind of. Yeah. He's, he's a lizard whisperer. Yeah. He like does hand gestures and, have, and speaks you, to it. And it have you seen a whisperer? Over. Like a baby whisperer or anything or no person? No. Nope. Oh, I, I've seen um, Woody Dow hypnotize a chicken in year eight. That counts. Um, yeah. Yeah. Woody Dow, the chicken whisperer. Yep. Nice. See, it's easier when you're a chicken yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty cool. Because he's a cock. <laughs> yeah, and he's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for the cooked... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I might have to cut that. Um, no, I've seen a horse whisperer. Oh, nice. Actually, yeah. yeah. And it even leads into Rodeo later. But yeah, yeah, very nice. He was there and he's like, I'm a horse whisperer. And people are like, mm, mm, mm. well, I was. I was a kid. And then they brought in an angry horse. You could tell he was angry because um, mm. he had a long face. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are we like this? <laughs> no, um, the horse was like pissy and didn't like getting into um It's really funny. You know the trailers? Yeah. The problem the horse had was that he doesn't get into trailers. They delivered him in a trailer. <laughs> uh, anyway, he like did stuff and the horse actually kind of liked him. It was really cool. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so I, I, I believe that Ferb is a lizard whisperer. Fair enough. Ferb can speak a lot of different languages and do a lot of different but things. But he didn't so. even like speak. He just like yeah. hand signals and shit. And he fed it mushrooms. That's probably why I liked him. So Food. The, we get one of the greatest lines in all of Phineas and Ferb, and it's like two sentences into this episode that's yeah. otherwise pretty chill. It's Actually, this is, a very, this is a very good episode. It and it's good. like two minutes in, and the episode does not top that for the entire rest of it. Yeah. And the, this is a good episode. So, like, yeah. that speaks to the quality of the line. Isabella comes in and is like, oh, you got a chameleon. That's cool. It's a North American chameleon. I recognize it from my, my fireside. Yeah, Hair here's a book. Yeah. I'm reading about it. It's quite yeah. intense. Yeah. This is a very special thing. Here yeah. are some science words. He's a chameleons, yeah. And then um and then Phineas goes, All right, then we'll, we'll name him Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and Isabella goes, Well, why Steve? And he goes, Well, he looks like a Steve. Can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. He does look like a Steve. And it's like those names like Jonathan, Steve, George, where you're just like Yep. Yep. I do love um I love animals with either overly simple names or overly complicated names. Oh, like... Um, like... You get dogs in the, like, Pampas Kingdom of the Sixth. Yeah, like a four. cat named Lord Wifflestomp the Third. That's it. And yeah. then a dog named Bob. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both I of like, those are I humorous. Like I really like my horse in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. What's um, your name? I've got, I've got three. Mm. A Pona. Yeah. 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 That's the one it's everyone like uses. Yeah. The best horse in the game. Mm. Um, then you've got George. Mm. And then my personal favourite, Horsey Boy. <laughs> horsey Boy. Horsey Boy. Um, 
so we then... Um, so reading. the chameleon gets big. Yes. Because of Jeremy's... Oh, actually, hold on. First, I'll lessons. just mention um, that Monogram is sending Perry to check Doof out. Not because he's done anything evil, but because he outbid him on a sweet, solid-body maple-top vintage guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, like, specific the guitar is, because... But it's also unspecific. It's not a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, See, no, normally guitars are referred not... to as brand, but they can't refer to the brands because it's a mm. show. So it's sweet. So it, it's just, like, a sweet, solid-body vintage But, like, they know guitar. what they're talking about. They know what they... They know their guitars. They've definitely tried to buy a guitar, I think, and have been sniped before. Yep. And, and that's like, how this episode started. <laughs> we're putting this in. Mm. So... That's what was going on with. That's the wrong button, but still. Do love. Where's the Where's the one that yells with? Perry? And the, uh, the soundboard is back. It Feels is. good. And you even remember to use it. Mm-hmm. So they head to. Oh, oh, audience! I love it. Oh, oh. the immersion. We're back to our prime once again. Oh. Prime time. We peaked episode 13 of season one. and 16. Then it's 16 of season one, and then it's been all downhill since, but we are back. Except for that little Jeff Swampy bit. Oh, that was a... That yeah, was no, a that... peak as well. No, it was an outlier. <laughs> it doesn't care. <laughs> all right, anyway. Operating at 50%, just pretty much consistently and slowly deteriorating with one 100%. Like... So Doof's entire goal is to learn a sick guitar solo to summon aliens that help the Egyptians build pyramids. Yes. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Um, that, that, <laughs> and that entire thing gets covered in maybe a minute. And it gets overshadowed by a giant chameleon that's a dinosaur that yep. keeps disappearing. This has true... I think this is probably the episode... You know how, like, season three and four is just utterly whack and, like, insane? Yeah. And then season one and two, like, they're a little bit restrained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the episode where they just stop giving a fuck. Yeah, like... It's kind of ridiculous. You don't realise how ridiculous it is until someone tries to describe it to you. And then you compare it to the first episode where they what, build, build a, roller a roller coaster. Co- Get out of here. Just a roller coaster. I like summoning aliens with a sick guitar solo. <laughs> I learned off the ancient Egyptians. <laughs> the, 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 that's how the ancient Egyptians used them. They've just been wait. He said, uh, no, no, no. Don't oh. cover it in too specific, though, because we don't cover Doofenshmirtz backstories that's in this podcast. That's very true. What's, what's an army? It's not an army. Um, when you have a bunch of ships, he uses armada. Armada, yeah. A summons an armada of aliens that have been waiting outside Earth for someone to play this specific guitar solo. I, for one, support that. I think aliens should just do that. Yeah, they should do it via sound. Um, and Jeremy mm. teaches him it. Yeah, teaches him a guitar solo. That's He's fine so with good. it. I also love how the guitar solo is in like some sort of mode. It's like. Not major or minor. It's like something weird. Like yeah, Korean it is. Yeah. It sounds a little Egyptian. Yeah. Because the Egyptians came up with this guitar solo that summons aliens to help build pyramids. Yep. Modes um, tend to sound foreign, no matter which one they've got. Because Wait, do they ma- sound foreign to other people as well? No, because major and minor are the mm. Western modes. And then anything that isn't major or minor is generally referred to as a mode. And it's just oh. any system, any key that isn't major or minor. And normally so those I... are used in other countries. So, for example, Dorian was really common in Ireland. So if, so if you want to make Irish music, you play in Dorian. Okay, but if I played a major key or whatever mm. and went to someone who plays with Dorian, mm. an Irish person, and yep. was like, what's this? They would be foreign music. 
Yeah, they'd be like, it's a Western-sounding song. Because um, oh. our understanding of music is very, very Western-centric. We've decided on major and minor. We've decided minor means sad and major means happy. Well, Other does, countries though. don't have those associations. The only reason that major really sounds happy to you is because it's a fairly stable key center and you've been trained to think of it as happy. You can but make it, it sound sad. But it sounds happy. Yeah, but that's, I was that's cultural association. Year seven music. You can't argue with Mr. Carter. <laughs> he played a chord on the piano and he played another one and he was like, what is, which Sad, one sounds happy? happy? And mm. I was like, that one's happy. Mm. So therefore, major keys are happy. Yep. That's how it works. That makes sense to me. They are and happy. It's, it's like color association. The no. reason that you think of red as the color of like fire and love and all this stuff is because you associate it with those things. There's no actual inherent oh, so you're meaning to red. I'm only happy around major chords. Yes. Joke's on you. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> what a mood. All right. Um, so, yeah, moving away from the music theory. Um, Chameleon gets big. Yes, Steve gets gianted. Is and what apparently, I Phineas and Ferb, people who built a frozen yogurt machine with infinite amount of frozen yogurt, struggle to find him. <laughs> I don't get it. These boys can do anything. And then they're they chameleon. can't find a chameleon. Yeah, and it's massive. And it's huge. We also get another fantastic line, not quite as good as the first one, but mm. really good, where they find a giant f- chameleon footprint in the backyard. And they're like, <laughs> oh my God, it's a giant footprint. And Isabella goes, not just any giant footprint, it's a giant chameleon footprint. And F- Phineas goes, you know what this means? A giant chameleon took, <laughs> took Steve. Steve. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's much more common to have a giant chameleon take your pet. Than it is for, for your, your pet, pet to chameleon grow. to and grow the thing a giant. Is, that makes sense when you say it out loud. Like <laughs> the giant bit. chameleons don't exist, but also like it just seems so ridiculous in context. It's just like they took Steve. Um. So we also and then, um, Steve rampages through the town and rampages a strong word. Yeah, he just kind of runs. He just kind of walks. Yep. He's just having an all right time. He's scared of noises, particularly yep. Candace. Now if. The f- in Australia, back to the uh, Outback Australia podcast, we're one of the countries that still has dinosaurs. Yeah, um, we don't need this bullshit chameleon needs to get bigger. Yeah. We've got a crocodile. You ever seen a saltwater croc? Fuck you up. You know, you know who hasn't? Mm. Evolution for two million <laughs> years. They haven't evolved because they're, they're already the perfect, perfect. They're the perfect killing machine. Mm-hmm. They were alive where dinosaurs were. Have you seen a dinosaur recently? They no, won. They died. <laughs> <laughs> the crocodile didn't. And um, we were talking about the me and my roommates were talking about Australian animals yep. yesterday. Um, I was I was really surprised some of the animals that they didn't know they didn't realize that there was brown snakes in Australia. Which what was do you mean? Pretty interesting. They're like the most normal <laughs> snake you get. Yeah, I know. And they were like, you know, but imagine snake, imagine a rope, mm. but it kills you. Yeah, hundred percent. Brown snakes are so aggressive too. They'll yeah, fuck you up. they will. This mm. is why you don't have rope in Australia. It's too dangerous because mm. there's the chance you just pick up a brown snake instead. Yeah. And I told my roommates about the concept of a snake whacker and they were surprised that those exist. What do you mean by snake? I don't know if I know this. Handle, big long bit of metal, like as long as possible. Whack it down from a distance, chop snake enough. Okay. Okay. I like that idea, <laughs> but I don't want the listeners getting the wrong idea. Mm. We don't use those in Australia. Mm. What you use is your thong. <laughs> you, you pick up your foot, you take off your, you take off your sandal. And for our American listeners, we're talking about flip-flops. Yes. You take your flip-flop off. Mm, that sounds wrong. Yeah, it does. You take your flip-flop off and you smack that snake in half. 
Hundred percent. That's how I've. That's, that's how, how my family do. does it. That's how my mum does it. That's how my grandma does it. That's how I'll do that's it. That's how my uncle Benji used to <laughs> before he lost his feet. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, we've got real life dinosaurs in Australia. Yeah, we don't um, have to make anything. We bigger. don't. We don't have to. Have Can to you make imagine a, a big crocodile? I don't need to imagine a big, <laughs> big crocodile. Have you heard of the Dominator? Mm, was that like a Steve? It's an infamous crocodile in the Northern Territory that was like seven, f- seven meters long or something. No, because like they can huge. get up to ten. Yeah, it was like one of the biggest feet. croc, like ten meters. No, no, ten feet. Yeah, like, you're probably right. So, like probably you know how big ten feet is? It's three meters. It's quite large. That's longer than the room we're sitting in. Oh, yeah, that's pretty big. That crocodile's <laughs> fucking massive. So yeah, we showed him a picture of the Dominator mm. and. It's like, what the fuck? That's photoshopped, and I was like, no, nope. that's Australia. <laughs> nope, that's that's whole, that's homebrew. That's, that's, that's the <laughs> that's, shit we get. That's where we're from. So yeah, we're used to the idea of large um, animals, large reptiles, just yeah. rampaging through our towns because you know we see crocodiles in, in the streets every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a great line where um, Candace tries to show Steve to Linda, yeah. and is like, here's um, here's Steve. He's a chameleon. And the mum looks up and is like, oh, where is he? And Phineas is like, he's right here. Can we keep him? And, <laughs> and Linda goes, like, is he invisible? And he goes, yes, yes, he is. <laughs> I love it. Great little parody. It. Yeah, it's, it. it's just such yes, a good show. Yes, he is. I just, I, it's just, just a, time, a little lines like that that remind me that this show is just like, mm. Mm. the writing mm. is so good. It is fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so with Doof's plan to, you know, Summon aliens. I, I don't want to say it again. <laughs> um, he actually does it. He plays a very cool little solo. Yes. And the aliens come. Mm. Like, they're there. They are in... Aliens... The am- yeah, I wrote aliens exist in this universe. universe? Seven question marks. Well, meet. Oh, yeah, true. There's a fuck ton of aliens. Yeah, there's we've, alien met, we've, met, we've met lots. Yeah. The fact that Doof has a hotline for them is more <laughs> frightening. So he booty calls the aliens. They come. <laughs> And before he can give them any commands, Perry stops the alien invasion. Yep, he does a he does an inverted guitar solo. All right, you got to explain this was, to me. I was very proud. I was like amazed by this because, like, in musical stave, right? Yeah, the notes go up from the bottom to the top. Yes. Um, and the intervals between a note are the same if you flip them. So if you play from C to G, that's yep. a fifth. But if you play from G to C that's still a fifth. You're just descending instead of ascending, right? Yep, 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 yep. Perry gets the sheet music, flips it upside down, mm. and then he plays the guitar solo again. So he's playing it inverted. He's playing it backwards and upside down. All the intervals are the same. Yeah. The guitar solo is different because instead of going from G to C, he'd go from C to G because he's playing it backwards. Yeah. He, he just plays it inverted. He, so, he when, so when he turns the sheet music upside down, he actually plays it upside down. Hell yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I want to do. Which here. is very cool. Although... I'm amazed that a first-time guitar learner, like Doof's never done guitar before, is learning guitar from sheet music and not tab. True. And also, that was a mean... Like, that's not... That was not an that easy... It's not a beginning guitar solo, no. no. And, and he's then, got a full... Oh, and he also... He dropped a lot on this guitar. Like, it's a nice guitar. In fact... <laughs> it was the one he sniped. Yeah. It's um, Dr. Doofensmirtz's guitar that he plays appears to be a, Le- a Gibson Les Paul Jr. Oh. That's from the trivia thing from there. Oh. Um, Ooh, very so, fancy. do you have a current auctioneer price for a Gibson Les or whatever you said? Gibbs, Gibson Les Paul Junior. Search it, and the first thing on shopping 
Um, the clones of them are going for about 1,500, right. but I'm guessing the vintage ones would be a lot more. But so, that's still a significant amount of money. This is a bit tough. Yeah, that does look like the one. Hmm. Okay, anyway. So Oh, and by the way, Major Monogram's guitar is a red Gibson Explorer. Just chuck that in there. <laughs> okay. So, um, Perry's a music-centric like, episode, isn't Perry's it? Perry's like, if he plays this guitar solo and they come down, mm. if I play it inverted, they must go away. Yep, makes uh, sense. First, we're going to talk about how Perry fucking shreds. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's he, a platypus. His arms are tiny. He, he goes hard. He hasn't got any lessons from Jeremy, and here he is pulling that shit. So Perry just knows how to play the guitar. He does. Yeah, glad we've clarified I, that. I know Tom Cruise does, but I didn't realize how <laughs> good he was. And then he puts it behind his back. For flair, I assume. <laughs> um, and then the second thing I'm going to point out is mm. you could have got rid of by the aliens. You could have got rid of the aliens by just not playing anything. Like he didn't need to do it inverted. If the aliens came down because of the guitar solo, they go back when there's no guitar solo because they weren't there. Yeah, that makes sense. So he could just... Or they'll just like chill there and then they'll get bored and just leave. Yeah. Like, but it was sick. So mm. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, no, I was way happy. Like... Far better that than the alternative of Perry not shredding a guitar solo. Are you kidding? Yeah, very fair. Um, <laughs> Can we just break it? Like, I just want to say it again. Doof <laughs> looks at an ancient, <laughs> ancient Egyptian hieroglyphic. Hieroglyphs? Hieroglyphic. Okay, I'm not going to try and say it. That gets a guitar solo that summons aliens that build the Great Pyramid of Giza, and then a platypus, a teal platypus, mm. kicks him away, plays the guitar solo inverted, and sends the alien martyr back to space. That's the B plot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the B side plot. See, normally in this show, we discuss the implications, the ridiculous things that can be extrapolated from yeah. the show. There is no need to extrapolate. The ridiculous shit's on display. Yeah, holy fuck. Uh, also, songs don't go to space. They do if you've got an omnidirectional amplifier. <laughs> Only <laughs> <laughs> directional amplifier data. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> now the real question is: the omnidirectional amplifier data, like what what brand of amp is it? <laughs> boom, uh, Yui. He brought out his ultimate <laughs> his Yui boom. boom. He, it's just a Yui boom. <laughs> he's just he's he's literally just made a boom three, and he's just like, like yeah. <laughs> Those are good speakers. No, they are actually They're very good They're speakers. Quite nice. Now oh, I've got real quick. There's mm. also a nice speaker called the. There's JBL's made an extreme three. Anyway, Ooh. it's not quite the big big boy, but it's semi big, and it's got nice mm. amount of bass because it actually has the two sides of it that are subwoofers. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I have two more lines, two more really two good more lines, lines from all this right, episode. All right, all right. One. Oh, we've um, still got Maya. Holy fuck. Yeah, we've got a got a lot to cover. Um, so when when Monogram sees Steve. Mm-hmm. Carl's all that was my stomach grumbling. Jeez, I'm hungry. I'm ready for a pub feed. Yeah. Oh, chicken snitty. Yes. Oh, pub I chicken snitty and beer. With a chicken snitty right now. Yeah. Probably a furphy. Let's wrap this podcast a up. Pint. I'm on my snitty. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got to go fast. Right, um. So the first line, monogram sees Steve and immediately goes, "You know, I try to recruit him, but I don't think we have a hat big enough." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's I a really very like good it. line. I was like. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> I try to recruit him. He's had, uh, we don't, don't have a hat. Because <laughs> he would make a cool agent. Yeah, because it, it, it doesn't matter if he's trained to be an agent. It doesn't matter if he's qualified for the job. They don't get hats custom ordered. 
They've got a selection hat. <laughs> yeah. If you don't fit one, you're not <laughs> getting fucking hired. <laughs> you're out. That's it. No, but can you imagine them having that chameleon? They'd be like, call in Kong. No, call in Steve. <laughs> call in Steve. They like chopper the in. Gun. The Godzilla option. The Godzilla. <laughs> and so then cool. I've got one more line. Okay. <clears throat> Give up? Give up? The day may oh, no, come no, when we all. give up on our fruitless searches after no. a mere 11 minutes. No. But that day is not today. I know. The day no, may stop. come when stop. our favourite reptile stop. may be lost stop. from our memories and his enduring no. love of it's, mushrooms you, forgotten. Leave it, leave it for but that third. day is not today. Today we search. No. We will search no. for him in the streets. No. We will search for him in the trenches. No. We will search for him in the alleys and the furbs. mini malls and the cul-de-sacs of You're this fair land. We'll search for him in the multi-level car plot in the municipal recreational no, facilities. No. We are, and we few, we happy few, we small band of brothers and girl from across the street. We shall not <laughs> cease until he is found. You needed more of a British accent. I did, yeah. It was very good. I needed the Union Jack behind you from yep. the imported delivery truck, which was <laughs> hilarious. Yes, very and funny then, line. Second of all, they actually paid Ferb's voice actor. Yeah, like, Thomas Brody Sangster actually got his he, money. He actually got paid that week. Uh, and he also talks a bit in the Rodeo in the next ep as well. Yeah. Uh, and fun bit of trivia, that is the longest line in Phineas and Ferb. Yep, 46 And delivered seconds. by the boy who I thought could not speak for like the first season when I watched this as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit, aren't they clever and smart and funny? Great line. Great line. It's so funny. It's so just, patriotic. It's just such a, a speech speech. Yeah. It's got all those fact, fancy techniques. A little bit of trivia. It takes lines from Lord of the Rings, the character Aragorn's speech in Return of the King. A oh. day may come, but that day shall, is not today. Yeah. Takes some lines from Winston Churchill's We yeah. Shall Fight on the Beaches speech. I heard that. And takes some lines from William Shakespeare's Harry, um, Henry V. Um, we happy few, we band of brothers. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So it's taking stuff from some famous monologues. That's why it sounded impactful. Yeah. Good writing. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Copying. <laughs> uh, so that's it for my episode. Okay, good. I'm glad we finished with that one. On to mm-hmm. the next one. So I'll break down the synopsis. Mm-hmm. So the title is um, Robot Rodeo mm-hmm. or Rodeo. Yep. It's Rodeo here. We say Rodeo. Yep. Um, so now you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like a rodeo, mm-hmm. but with robots. Holy shit. I know. That's a plot twist. Holy moly! I had I had no idea that that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, holy moly! Anyway, they're really they really pushing the envelope with those. They're titles. really pushing. They're really pushing it. They're making sure you know what you get and you <laughs> get what you get. Except it really should be called the fog machine episode. Yeah, because it's the, about a fog machine. Yeah, it's the thing that ruins the world here. They pre- he presses mm-hmm. a button and the entire tri-state area gets covered in fog. Mm-hmm. That is a fog machine. Now let me tell you, we have a fog machine. Right here in this it's room. It's literally sitting underneath me. Yeah, because... We had it fogged up before. Yeah. Nothing says podcast with the boys of Phineas and Ferb like a fog, fog machine. machine. Mm-hmm. Because this is a, a podcast that highly depends on the visual element. Mm. Um, yes. Shout out to the people watching on YouTube. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, we have a fog machine right here. And mm. let me tell you, that thing is quite powerful, especially considering it cost $55, which is cheap as hell. That's Australian money. That's like 30 bucks American. Yeah. Um, And it fills this entire room quite quickly, mm. right? Mm, it does. It does. But no fog machine that I'm aware of, especially one that's big enough that you can pick it up and move it like Doof does, would be able to literally smoke up an entire town for several minutes. 
Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely That's mental. actual, like, weather fog. Yeah, in, yeah, it's it's, it's more a than a weather machine. machine. Yeah. yeah. It's in, like, it wasn't even that large and it mm. was able to circulate that volume of air. Mm. He would need, like, a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Just boom. Anyway, it's very cool and makes the plot very funny when Candace <laughs> wants to show her mum the contraption. Surely Lin- Lindana, mm. Linda, is catching on. Because yep. whenever Candace starts, something weird happens. The entire town was covered in fog. And she's mm. just like, yeah, no, this is normal. This is mm. a normal thing to happen. <laughs> she's no. not the brightest, is she? <laughs> no. She, her but it's sight, far funnier. Her sight is very selective. Oh, no, but it does actually point out. Although you said you mean sight and like oversight. But it does point out that she needs glasses. True. So, True. but Maybe also she just doesn't look up. Like she'll look at a yep. fence. Yeah, you you. But then again, after a million times of Candace telling you to look in the backyard, you just take a glance and no, be your like, yeah, eyes are too busy rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, so the rodeo's nice. Mm-hmm. Rodeo. Why do I keep saying rodeo? Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact about me. You're, you say rodeo because you have um, you have Old Town Road stuck in your head because we sung that song a lot. The, I love the that most song. of the time when you say the word rodeo. You're saying, riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car. Yeah. It's a good song. I fucking love that song. Mm. Uh, more song suggestions by us, Old Town Road. Yep. Everything Will Nice X has done. Montero's fantastic as well. I he stepped up Old his Town game. Road. Anyway, yeah, but it's Old Town Road. Like. Fun fact about me, mm-hmm. one of the only scars on my body is this one on my hand. Mm-hmm. And that was from the one and only rodeo I've been to. You went to Nice. I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get much of a choice, but I'm kind of glad I went, except for the fact when I tripped over and a rock went through my hand and I bled oh, immensely. That sounds painful. And it was dark, so you couldn't really see the blood. It was it was mm. kind of scary because my hand was there because my hand is quite white. It like reflected the light, mm. but then it started, you know, covered in blood, and then it wouldn't reflect the light. So oh. just my hand like disappeared into black, just blackness, and I could feel. The like stickiness. Blood come out Ooh. and the pain, and it was probably dripping. It's very awful. Yeah, very and unpleasant. I was like eight, so it was a good time. I have a scar on my head. Was it from a rodeo? Very, no, it's then I, I, don't give a I was attacked. Risks. No, I was attacked by one of the most deadly animals in Australia. A bull? No. A gate that had been zip tied shut. Oh, zip ties do be fucking dangerous. <laughs> I ran into that gate. I was playing tips or some shit. And I ran to that mm. gate and I threw it open and I started running through it and it whacked me back in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out. Zip yeah. ties will get Zip you. ties and gates and magpies. I'm surprised that I... I was going to say I'm surprised I don't have a magpie's car, but I do. It's just under my hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick as well about injuries as a child, but I didn't mm. actually get one from this, but it really should have. Mm. Um, you know how some people have like climbing plants and stuff? And so yes. there's like wires. Well, mm. at this person's house, they had that, but they didn't have the plants. So just occasionally there would be two poles and a wire in between. I don't know why they wanted a horizontal wire. And I was a child and it was quite low. So usually it was fine. But I was running around doing tips and I went straight with my neck on it. And I just like <laughs> flipped back. And my mum was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, it's all right. And I had like this... Mark across <laughs> my neck. God. Anyway, it's a good time. Yeah. Australian youth. The good Australian stuff. Growing youth. up rural Australia. The best and worst way All right, we up. really need to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, we need to wrap this up. Um, they do a rodeo. The fog yep. machine is the greatest thing in the world. Perry's the best agent. He's the mm-hmm. last agent they call in. They know he'll yep. get them out. Of course he would. Mm-hmm. Um, I said 
Yeah, Tom Cruise is the best agent. Yeah, very nice. Candace is focused on busting. Mm -hmm. I keep saying she's unfocused and airy, and I'm like, no. She's very focused. She's just got a specific interest. Yeah, it's busting her brothers. You just... That's it. She she cares more wow. about that than you. A child that has a very specific interest but then is perceived to be not very good at focusing because they don't focus on the other stuff. Take fucking notes, mum. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be funny for, like, your family and myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can spend, like, 14 hours a day on music. but That's math, true. Not about that. But you could also spend 14 days on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you do... Have some issues with attention. Wow, that's really mean to say. My my ADHD soul what is really Phineas offended. What does Phineas smell like? Finally, we've got it answered. I've been yep. asking this for years, mm-hmm. and it's one of the best things ever. Mm-hmm. Motor oil and confidence. Mm-hmm. I want someone to describe yep. me like that one uh, day. Do you know what I want? Mm. Bottle that shit. I want a Phineas and Ferb <laughs> cologne. This this actually this uh, it brings up a great story. Mm-hmm. You know how there's ads for men's perfume. Mm-hmm. You never see them. They're in women's magazines. Because men don't buy men's perfume. Women buy men's perfume. <laughs> and it raises the biggest question. Yeah. What do you want a man to smell like? What smells man? And there is one correct answer. I'll give you a moment to figure it out. Sandalwood. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Mm. What's the answer? WD-40. WD-40 is the deodorant for men. (laughs) What? Have you smelled WD-40? No. Have you used it? No. Do you know what WD-40 is? I know what WD-40 is. Yeah, I've seen the engineering flowchart. Thank you. If it should move (laughs) and it's not moving, WD-40. If it shouldn't move and it is moving, duct tape. Yeah, and then the rest, don't worry. Yeah. Um, No, anyway. Smell WD-40. It's like a mix of methylated spirits, alcohol, and um, like car petrol, mm. and like paint, that sort of alcohol mm-hmm. smell, with some other stuff. It's, it's quite addictive, and I'd wear it if it didn't actually burn my skin off. <laughs> well, there you go. Motor yeah. oil and confidence. Motor oil and confidence. I want someone to describe smell. that like you. She could say that at their wedding. Yeah. It's so nice. That, yeah, that's a very kind thing to say. <laughs> I've also got two more notes. Just mm-hmm. two little notes and then I'm done. Um, one, Rodney is a little bitch. I hate Rodney. Yeah. Ro- Rodney is the Irving of Love Muffin. <laughs> Irving of Love no, Muffin. You're not wrong. Um, not because he's necessarily an awful character, but because anyone who opposes Doof that much is just inherently bad. Yeah, and the way, he, the way he does it is just a nagging little bitch. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Mm. There's, there's far better ways to defeat Doof, like beating the shit out of him. Than making a fan. Yeah. A fan? I got one of those. Yeah. And a fog machine. Yeah. Yeah. You should you should apply for love. <laughs> yeah. Evil sign. You've even got the hair for it now. <laughs> that was funny. That, was, that was funny. Play something on the soundboard. Um, yeah, we need some sound. Oh, and one more thing. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Balloony 2. Yeah. yeah. He, he didn't last long, Balloony 2. Mm. He didn't have the everlasting spray. Yes. Uh, the reason why I want you to press the soundboard of anything... Uh, is because I am currently stalling for time as I look at our Gmails because we did have one and I did respond. Yes, we did. I'm going to play this. So, Mm -hmm. William Jones, one of the... Well, will we sub his name? I don't know. It's one of the most boring names. If you're able to track someone down from William Jones, well done. 
Because yeah. I can assure you, there's thousands of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has emailed us <laughs> with a good with a good question. Oh yes. When are implications of Avatar and implications of Rick and Morty coming out? So. Yeah. Um. I. God, I would love to do both of those. Yes, I know. They're never going to happen. I know. I said, yeah. oh, don't tempt me. Mm. Uh, they are great, and I could talk about them for hours. However, we are struggling just to make one podcast, and but. If it, when Phineas finishes, who knows? who knows? I would probably choose Rick and Morty over Avatar. For implications? Be- yeah. Because yeah. also we are f- we're funny boys. We we make jokes. I like how and you think that. And Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're funny. We're not I, actually funny, I laugh but at, I, I laugh at I laugh jokes. at myself. <laughs> that counts, right? That I counts. La- I laugh at you a lot more, though. So <laughs> maybe we are. Yup. Um, there's not as many jokes as you can make about Avatar. Every episode will just be us going, Jesus Christ, this show is the perfect Actually, way to raise a child. It raised Joe better than his father did. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. We haven't made a dad joke for so long. Boys are back in town. Hell yeah. Um, no, Avatar The Last Airbender is great. I'm watching, I was rewatching season one. Season mm. one's actually kind of like, eh. it's yeah, it's because it was trying to work out whether it was going to be episode of the week or episodic, like a like yeah. a long form thing, and then it set it on episodic. But there was a couple episodes that were just kind of like their own individual yeah. things. It's one of the very few TV series that gets better. Yeah, consistently better every single time yeah. it is. Season two is better than one, and season three is better than two. Mm. And the ending, oh, is the best. Yeah, yeah it's people so good. should watch it just to know how to write an ending, and then people should watch it so they know how to be a human being. Yeah, a hundred percent. If you if you're a child who needs morals, Avatar. Yeah. If you're an adult who needs writing lessons, hi D and D. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Game of Thrones is pretty good, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> um I, I what I just thought of. Uh, so, mm. Avatar gave me the human skills to you know be a good person, mm-hmm. and then Rick and Morty shows me that I shouldn't have to do it. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't do it. It just like 100%. ruins all the work that happened. <laughs> I really undoes all that progress. It just undoes but yeah, it. I wouldn't mind doing implications of Rick and Morty. Um, it would be a more adult-leaning podcast. I also feel like that market might be slightly saturated. I feel yeah. like there's probably another Rick and Morty podcast. Are you sure we are not the enough two white men recording a podcast together <laughs> out there? Yeah, th- that's a good point. I think that they're a very rare breed. Yeah, I think you we know, should we should support that industry. You we, know, we're a mi- they're definitely a minority. They're definitely minority, mm. and you definitely can't group call a group of three white males a podcast because <laughs> that would be very insensitive <laughs> and not absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, look, so, there yeah. goes a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Uh, we just devolved to just laughing at our own jokes. It's great. Mm. Um, so, yeah, to answer that question, maybe. maybe We'll see. Thank Probably you for writing in, William. Thank you for writing in. Yeah, if you want to write in, where do people find us? Um, on my Gmail. Yeah. Uh, it goes straight to me. Yep. The implications of Phineas and Ferb at gmail.com. Um, I don't check my uni email. <laughs> I check this one more often. But you can understand why I don't respond then. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. And then um, if you want to find me, the Twitters, because I always have notifications on for that, yep. um, of underscore Ferb. Also mm-hmm. hit us up on Instagram. That's where we post little teasers for the episodes. Follow us on there, implication mm-hmm. of Phineas and Ferb. Technically, we do have a TikTok and a Reddit. They are both in the description. 
follow them at your own risk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like, please. Um, what else do we have? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Follow us on. Subscribe and like and hit the notification oh, bell. Right. God, comment, I hate write myself. something down in the comments. Yeah. I, well, I actually do get the comments. There's notifications on my phone now. So. Oh. Yeah. So oh, you could actually do that. Write a YouTube comment. Yeah. Well, Just be like, damn. Mm. I wish I was listening to something better. <laughs> It's something shorter because this has gone on for like 40 minutes now. My sister has messaged us about lunch. She yep. knows, like, she has an idea of where to go. Oh, sweet. Let's go get a pub schnitty then. Yeah, Thank you so much for schnitty. listening. And I know what we've done today. I know what we've done today. Outro. Oh, that um, dad joke. The implications of Phineas and Perp. Listen to it whenever, whenever you can. can. That's Jeff Swampy Marsh. He came on our podcast. He's so cool.